Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is our 70th episode. 70th. 70th. We've figured out how not to talk about a 70th episode. You'd hope so. If you have listened to all 70 episodes, you should like send us a DM or something like that. And I don't know, either we'll send you something or tell you congratulations because that's a lot of episodes and it has been so much fun though like we love the community that this is built they get they should get something if you've listened to all 70 episodes you you do deserve something you should get something hopefully your business hopefully your business is in a way better spot than people who have not listened to all 70 episodes that's true Uh, so maybe that's your gift but guys welcome back to the show today we are going to be talking about a topic that is probably closer to all of our hearts than we'd like to admit. It's true. It is not Halloween, but we are talking about getting ghosted. Ghosted. The topic that most people are very afraid of. Have you been ghosted before? I, of course. Tell us a story about it. Of course. Well, actually a funny story. It's not necessarily one that I was like super bummed I got ghosted on, but I did have a girl one time reach out to me about shooting her blog debut that was herself with a bunch of racing greyhounds. It was like her passion was like to combine fashion with racing greyhound, like rescue racing greyhounds. And so she rescued racing greyhounds. Rescued <laughs> racing greyhounds. Very niche. Very oh, niche. Yeah, that's and very, she wanted me niche. to take photos of her in a field with all of them standing around her in a big dress. I responded because I was like, man, this just seems like something I'd like to see in person. <laughs> and I got ghosted. And I got ghosted. Wow. What was your what's your story of getting um, ghosted? I mean, I'm I'm getting ghosted by two people right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, live! Uh, that's where this topic came from. I'm Do going they to also be, have a passion for rescue dogs? Maybe, probably. You never know. Um, yeah, I'm getting ghosted by two people right now. So I was like, why don't we write a podcast on what I'm going to do to beat the ghost, mm. to expose to the, the ghost, ghost. <laughs> to scare the ghost? <laughs> Boo! Um, no, but guys, getting ghosted is not always what you think it is. That's the whole point of today's podcast. It's not always what you think it is. Best marriage advice, some of the best marriage advice we ever got was it's not what you think it's about. Oh, yes. Right? Great conflict advice. Not even just in marriage. It's never Never what you think it's about. And so I want to pass that on to you, whether you're going to take that as marriage advice (laughs) and whether you're going to take that as ghosting advice, as business advice, but it's probably never what you think it it is about. And it's the same thing with ghosting, right? Mm -hmm. When you're getting ghosted by a client, we want to encourage you. It's probably not what you think it's about. If you can shift the way you look at it and you can take some actionable steps in the right direction, you might actually be able to turn that situation around. Or if it never actually turns around, maybe you'll just be way less discouraged about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Here's the question of the podcast today. How many deals could you win back if you just knew what to do when you got ghosted? So let's start with what ghosting is. Ghosting is clearly defined. Ghosting is not sending in an email and never hearing back. Correct. That's not ghosting. That's just not ever getting a response. Ghosting is when you are in relationship in some capacity with a client and then they just stop responding to you. One day you don't get a response. One day turns into a week. One week turns into a month. And all of a sudden, two months have gone by and you're like, I never got a response to that email. Therefore, I never got the gig. Right? So... Ghosting often happens when you, you know, uh, somebody reaches out to you and they inquire with you. 
Or you pitch somebody and they like the idea and they say, let's jump on a call. You get on a call or you send your pricing guide to a bride or whatever. And then you send a proposal to a brand and then you just never hear back. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you hear back and then they go, great, send us a contract. You send the contract. This contract never gets signed. Crickets. Right? And it's just crickets. It's just, you're ghosted. So that is what ghosting Boom. is. Just Ghost. to really just to really define what we're going to be talking yeah. about today. This is not you cold outreaching to people and not getting a response. That's fairly normal. Cold outreach, you know, you are you should be aiming for what? Three out of 10 people. Four to 10 people to give you a response. Maybe one to three to actually book you. This is like hot, hot leads yeah. that have gone cold. They've yeah. they've become a ghost. You don't know mm-hmm. where they went. They're not responding to you. So the question is, like Christy said earlier, what do you do when that happens? Because yeah. if you can figure out what to do, again, we can go back to that question. Totally. How many deals could you potentially win still mm-hmm rather than just looking at it as a full ghost and uh, getting discouraged. So we're going to talk about what to do, but what not to do is get super frustrated, really discouraged, and take it personally. Because again, you never know what's actually happening, but we want you to be equipped to know how to respond to ghosting so that it does not keep you from reaching out to new business because this happens all the time. People get frustrated. They go, oh my gosh, I take it as rejection. Everyone hates me and they never reach out again. So we want to give you four steps to handle ghosting better and to take action to get back on the deal train with them. Step number one, really, really important. In order to handle ghosting well, the first thing you want to do is just what she said, do not take it personally. And here's why you do not want to take it personally. If you take it personally, you go, oh, it's something I did. It's how I look. It's how I shoot. It's how I this, how I communicate. And you just dig yourself into a hole that hurts your perspective of what future clients you know, may look like relationally. You do not want to do that. I've seen so many people who take it so personally that it actually stops them from getting future business. Mm-hmm. They go, oh, I don't pitch companies. Why? Well, I pitched a company once and, you know, I, we got all the way to the contract and I never heard back from them and hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, don't let it hurt your feelings because now you've got no business. You don't have a business because of yeah. one situation. So step number one of how to deal with being ghosted is do not take it personally. Okay. You never know what it's really about. They could have run out of money. The company could have had a management switch and they're Mm -hmm. trying to rebuild their team. And so they can't push forward with the project until they rebuild their team. Could they have communicated that with you? Of course. Do they always communicate stuff like that to you? No. Of course not, right? Yeah. So it could have been like a management switch. It could have been a finance thing. It could have been a time of the year thing. Somebody who owns the company could have had a family member pass and they're taking a couple months off work. Like you never know. Yeah. So don't assume it's your fault. Okay. Yeah. So never take it personally. People get busy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we just got caught up. We got a bunch of new work come in and, you know, I had to send my guys out and we do custom, you know, interlock brick stuff for patios. Really wanted to get a video, but you know, we got so busy in the f- summer and fall. We, we just forgot about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I really wish we did it, but you know, we just forgot about it. Right. So people yeah. get busy. People are not, humans are not all organized. Mm-hmm. Right. Spoiler nope. alert. If you're an organized person, there's a lot of unorganized people. So do not take it personally. I urge you. That's really going to harm your future business. If you let every time you get ghosted, it really affect you per, on a personal level. Yeah. And number two, it is your job to keep following up with them until they tell you they're no longer interested. Yeah, this is so good. And this is because if they've expressed to you that they have a desire to like engage with you to help solve a problem for them or meet a need or whatever it is, 
it is like your obligation and your duty to keep continuing that relationship to solve that problem. If what you do really helps somebody and someone has expressed that desire to be helped, then it is on you as the professional to continue to increase that relationship towards an actual goal of solving their problem. So following up is actually a natural part of the relationship process. And it is it is, like your, it is your duty. It's like a kind thing to do to continue to push that because again, they've got a million things going on in their business. You are just one of those million things. However, what you do really will hopefully help them. And so it is your duty to push that forward. That's a great point. And number three, so again, don't take it personally is number one. It's your job to follow up with them until they tell you mm-hmm. to stop because that's actually serving them. It's number two. Yeah. Number three is give them response expectations. Now, this is something that not a lot of people do in the creative industry, but I urge you to really listen to what I'm about to say and start implementing it. This helps Christy and I a ton with getting responses or just changing the, the client's perspective of what it looks like when we keep emailing them. Mm-hmm. And again, it's giving them response expectations. So here's how this looks. Instead of me finishing an email with, thanks, can't wait to hear from you, that's putting the ball in their court. I keep the ball in my court, hoping mm-hmm. they're going to respond, but I keep it in my court. And this is how I do it. Hey, you know, can't wait to hear from you. If I don't hear back from you by Friday, this upcoming Friday, I'll follow up with you on Monday to remind you. So what that does is me saying, hey, here's an expectation. I'm expecting you're probably going to get back to me by Friday. But if you don't, I'm going to follow up with you again to remind you because I want to serve you on Monday. That allows the client or the person who's ghosting you to know that you have no intention of disconnecting this relationship. You have every intention of pushing them to the next actionable step, whether it's paying an invoice, signing a contract, booking dates for a shoot, booking you for their wedding, whatever it's going to be. Giving them response, like actual response expectations is a phenomenal way to Mm -hmm. push somebody to do something. I know when I get an email and it's like, hey, you know, when you get a second, just we'd love for you to respond to this. I'm like, great. When I get a second, I'll do that. I push it to a part of my inbox and I might never touch that again. Mm -hmm. If I get an email and someone's like, hey, you know, would love to hear from you by Wednesday. If I don't hear from you on Wednesday, I'll follow up on Thursday or Friday. I'm like, well, I might as well respond right now. Save them the time of following up because there's a clock on this. There's a time, literally a timeline on this. There's a ticking clock. And so I might as well just do it right now. Or if I don't do it right now, I'm going to set a reminder for late Tuesday night so I can make sure I do it on Wednesday, right? So setting realistic expectations for responses is fundamentally crucial Mm -hmm. when you are dealing with somebody who is ghosting you. Because again, not only does it push them into action most of the time, but if it doesn't push them into action, it gives you always a reason to continue to respond, you know, continue to follow up. Hey, it's Monday. I told you if I didn't hear from you by Friday, I'd remind you. So this is just me popping in to say, hey, hope you had a great weekend and remind you that you still have not signed the contract. And that is the next step that we need you to do in order to book you or in order Mm -hmm. for you to book us for your wedding, right? So here's your one, two, three simple steps to do that. Can't wait to see the contract come through. If I don't see the contract signed by Wednesday, I'll follow up with you again. Yeah. Like just keep it going, right? It's an Mm -hmm. ongoing train of, hey, if I don't see it by here, I'm going to follow up with you here. Keeping tabs on them. Yeah. So you got number one, don't take it personally. Number two, it's your job to follow up. Number three, give 
accurate response expectations. And then number four is send them follow-ups with their objections being answered. So a lot of people have a lot of objections, right? Like that's that's normal in business for people to have questions, to have concerns. And you probably have some sense in your conversations thus far of what those, what those might be. So in your follow-ups, a great thing you can do is answer those objections. So if someone maybe was saying, hey, like we just don't have a big budget, Maybe you send over your pricing and you get ghosted. That's like a common, that is such a common way of getting classic ghosted. So if something like that, you can send a response that deals with that objection over price. You could be talking about, man, what's it costing you the longer and longer you wait to have this type of content? Or man, what's it going to cost you if you don't have the great images of your wedding day that you'll have lost forever? The emotional side of that objection. Meeting these objections in follow-up emails is a powerful way to answer questions that they are almost too afraid to ask. Or let's say they're so busy and they're like, I just don't know if we have time for this. This seems confusing. Break it down for them in an email. Or if they're like, man, have you like, I don't know if they've done this before. Like give client testimonials, make these like powerful follow-ups. You can make them simple, right? You can make them a simple, like, Hey, I'm going to be following Mick again. Just like bring this to the top of your email inbox. Or you can also include a more beefy email that has the objection points in this that will help continue to cultivate that relationship towards an actual deal. And so at the beginning of this episode, I said that I was getting ghosted by two people right now. And so one of the things that I'm going to be doing, I'm, I'm doing all these things. But one of the things that I did yesterday was I recorded a testimonial video with a client for our brand consulting stuff that we call brand therapy. And all I did was sit down with a client and said, Hey, I you know would love to talk about your experience. You've had a great experience working with us. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. I would love to talk about my experience and how much you guys have helped us grow our revenue and grow our fulfillment and around everything that we're doing with our brand and leading my team. And so I went, okay, I'm going to jump on a thing. It was kind of like Zoom. It wasn't Zoom, but it was like Zoom. It's this online studio thing. And I asked him like four or five questions. It was five minute video testimonial of us just having a chat. I then took that, I then put it on a page on my website, and I'm now sending that video to the client who is ghosting me, saying, hey, you know, this guy grew his revenue by 25% since he did this with us 18 months ago. That's a lot, especially for the size of his business. That is massive. You know, he's got a big business, 25%. That's a great, that's a great amount of growth in just over a year. And so I'm gonna be sending that to this guy who is ghosting me, saying, Hey, you know, I know you're probably mulling over some questions in your head. I just wanted to follow up and remind you that you have a timeline that you're wanting to meet. So in order to meet that timeline, I need you to sign a contract. I need you to pay a deposit invoice. And we need to get dates on the calendar for us to fly into your city and make this happen with you. Oh, and by the way, if you're interested in how this is going to get you a return, a potential 25 plus percent return, watch the video right here. Right? So sending them actual content, whether it's written content, mm-hmm. whether it's a testimonial, whether it's a video testimonial like I just talked about, sending them actual content that is going to meet and deal with expectations, sorry, objections they have and turning an objection into expectations, right? Because I want this guy to go, okay, I'm no longer objecting that I'm not going to make money. I'm now expecting this is going to help my business make money, right? Mm-hmm. So taking an objection to an expectation, giving them content that can help them do that is a phenomenal way to get them to stop ghosting you. Yeah. And I bet you it's going to work. I guarantee you if I keep doing things like that and I'm following up, giving them timelines, realistic stuff, reminding them of the problems that they want solved, 
that ghost is going to go from ghosting me to not ghosting me. And it's a begin- it's going to become a great client, right? That we're excited yeah, to serve. So definitely guys, those are the four things again. So number mm-hmm. one, do not take it personally. If you take it personally, you're going to have problems. Number two, make sure that you follow up with them until they tell you to stop following up because it's your job to serve them and pushing them into the next step is how you can serve them. Number three, give them response expectations. Hey, if I don't hear from you by this date, I will follow up with you on this date. And then make sure you put it in your calendar, make sure you follow up. If you say you're going to follow up on Friday and you follow up like the next Thursday, it doesn't look very good. Mm -hmm. Follow up on the day you said you're going to follow up. Number four, make sure that you're sending them social proof content that is social proof to solve their objections and create new and exciting expectations for them. Mm. Those four things are going to help you deal with being ghosted in a phenomenal way. And it's not only going to potentially get you the deal, unghost that person and get you the deal or unghost that bride, unghost that company and get you the deal. But even if it doesn't get you the deal, it's going to make you just feel a lot better about the situation. Yeah. It's not going to you know, attack you personally. You're not going to feel devastated about it going forward. It's going to allow you doing all these things, knowing you've done all the right things, and it's just really not a good time for them, is going to allow you to move forward in, uh, you know, mm-hmm. into future business with, uh, with an excited attitude, right? Yeah. Scare that ghost away. If you loved this podcast specifically because it was around the topic of reaching out to clients. And maybe that's an area of the of the business that you feel insecure in or you struggle with or you're just not sure exactly what to say. We've created something for you. We've got outreach templates on our website that have been phenomenal for people. People have been landing so deals. Good. Like one of our favorite things is getting DMs from people saying like, man, I did this for three clients. I landed all three, which is crazy, yeah. which is insane. And it's so much fun. So these outreach templates do three things for you. One, they save you time. Because they like the help you get from great outreach is when you can say the right things and you can do it in a short amount of time. So we give you exactly what to say so you're not confused. Yeah, if you ever sat around your computer for like four hours in your email thing and you're just like, I don't know what to say, or in DMs, mm-hmm. you're just like, I don't know what to say. Like you need the outreach templates. It's not only exactly what to say, but even if you want to change some stuff, like yeah. it is a perfect foundation and framework for you to do that. Mm-hmm. Number two, the the second thing that outreach, our outreach templates really help you do is understand the psychology of sales. We at Creative Rise always go when we want to create something for somebody that's going to help them grow their business. We want to really maximize that. We don't want to just give you literally a Google Doc that is a template on you copy and paste. We have something like that inside Mm -hmm. of the outreach templates, but we also did seven modules teaching you each foundational like literal step inside of the yeah. inside of the template, teaching you about a hook, teaching you about, you know, the the guide section, teaching you about how to talk about, you know, next steps, like all of that stuff. We taught you the psychology of sales in there. So even if you're like, hey, I feel pretty good about my outreach, but I feel like I could really use, you know, some knowledge on how sales works. Oh my gosh, this is phenomenal for helping you do that because we break down the psychology of great sales and great outreach. It's so yeah. good. And then number three, it just simply lands you more deals. That's what we get most excited for for you guys is giving you a tool that will help you land more deals, which is awesome. So if you want to grab that, all you have to do is go to creativerise forward slash shop. We've got it in there. There's also our link in bio on Instagram. It's easy to just click that and you can get set up with your outreach templates. So um, guys, thanks for being here. If you loved this episode and you loved uh, the fact that you know how to deal with a ghost now and you know how to maybe spook a ghost back, uh, send this to your friends who you know get ghosted. We all know a friend who's always getting ghosted. It's, yeah. There's always someone in the friend group of creatives. You could even send this to your friend that gets ghosted in relationships. Maybe they'll pick (laughs) up an idea. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, definitely send the person who you went on a date with and they've never responded to you again some content handling their objections. That's going to oh work my gosh. well. <laughs> or send this to the person you that ghosted you. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. But guys, thank it, you. This has been so fun. Yeah, thank but guys, you for if you make sure you send it away, send it to some friends. Send it away. Um, screenshot it, post it on your Instagram story and be like, yeah. this is really helpful. We'd love to repost you. So tag us in it at Creative Rise. We'd love to repost you mm-hmm. uh, and just say thank you for listening and thank you for posting it. That's how the show grows. And we were so uh, thankful when you guys do that because it gets the message of helping creatives grow their business to more creatives, which is helping us meet the goal of creating a world where more creatives get to do what they love and succeed at it, right? So guys, so happy you're here. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace out. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. Peace.